presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man, it's the compassion, it's the it's the dignity, it's the wisdom, it's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's the Jazz. Uh-oh. Three. The high schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. And a very happy Friday evening to you, one and all. Hour number two of the Full Court Press. That is AJ Knight. I'm Ajay Salas and Eric, gone, not dead, alive, but not forgotten. He'll be back on Monday evening here on the Full Court Press. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 106.9thefan.com and the 106.9thefan mobile app. Good hour coming up here. We'll continue with the Utah Jazz talk. They fall two games to one now after a loss to the Dallas Mavericks in Game 3 last night, Game 4 tomorrow afternoon. You can hear it on this very station on 106.9. The fan, David Locke Ramboon, will be on the call. We'll get to that. NBA playoffs will also hit that. Uh, we'll get you ready for the freaking weekend. And at 5.15, as we honor those who have made it into the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame, Lance White will join us here over the phone. Class of 1995 in track and field. Uh, he's being inducted tomorrow night into the uh, Hall of Fame. He was a two-time All-American in the pole vault for Utah State. That's and, pretty good last yeah, time I checked. A junior in 1994, he tied for ninth at the NCAA Indoor Championships. That's pretty good, too. In Indianapolis with a height of 5.28 meters. I think that's taller than me. Uh, he plays fourth at the NCAA Metric Outdoor system, Championships <laughs> in Knoxville, Tennessee with a height of 5.40. As a sophomore in 1993, he helped Utah State to a Mountain Pacific Sports Federation Indoor Championship. He's also guided the Aggies to a Big West Conference Outdoor title as a junior and senior, both in 94 and 95 respectively. Again, at 515, Lance White, Hall of Famer, will be joining us here on the Full Court Press. We've had some great interviews so far. Uh, we talked to Stu Morrill. We talked to uh, Ty Wesley. We talked to J.C. Carabell a month ago. Um, we talked to some coaches uh, Barb too. Klein. Yeah, we talked to some coaches. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun, so we uh, will continue that. We'll also get you ready for the Utah State football spring scrimmage tomorrow, one o'clock. Uh, gates open at one, or excuse me, at twelve p.m. It is going to be cold. Dress warm. You've I'm been just, warmed. I'm glad the precipitation looks like it's gonna. It, it was supposed to snow and rain tomorrow. It looks like it's gonna hold off at is least it? a little bit. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be a little bit warmer. I got a ticket to the Athletics Hall of Fame ceremony, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take it easy at the scrimmage, not do too much, and then I'm just gonna wine and dine. Smooth it up with Bobby Wagner. Absolutely. Hey, what's up, Turbin? I used to watch you, and uh, now I'm like uh, your biggest fan ever. Uh, I'll be disappointed if you don't get some autographs. Uh, we're actually—I don't think we're allowed to. Oh, really? That's yeah, nice. they kind of—they kind of frown upon that kind of stuff there. Spring and, game, then. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna get Logan Bonner's autograph. Uh, Gil Mortgage text line's open, by the way. And cooking. <laughs> 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Let's hear it. 
Jazz fans, we're down two games to one. We are absolutely screwed. Got, got the Mavericks exactly where we want them. That's it. It's <laughs> over. Call in the, the 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 cleanup people. Shut down the arena. Turn it into a parking lot. <laughs> One five seven zero. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I felt like when the Millers owned the Jazz, they weren't real big spenders in free agency. I get the feeling that Ryan Smith won't be afraid to spend money. Also, the Jazz were never big on making big trades for big names. All the Jazz stars were drafted and developed, which is great, but then left for bigger markets without the Jazz getting anything in return. With Ainge, I hope they won't be in won't be that in that case. I hope he's aggressive. That would be a good change. Yeah, I with Danny Ainge in the house and Ryan Smith being. He's not a good designer when it comes to jerseys, but no. he's a great spender. Uh, I would imagine they'll try and get greedy here. Let's not forget, too, D-Wade aboard. Got to have a little bit of impact, right? Yeah. Some? Here's a deviating from the Jazz here for a second, 2305. What's the purpose of the USL Football League that has started the spring? I watched the game on TV last night, and I didn't see one person in the stadium. What is the reason of a league? Why do they continue to call it the USFL? That's a great question. I think – so Here, here it is. It's not – it's it's a – the college football game is absolutely the minor league for the NFL. The USFL, I think, is sort of like the independent baseball league. And what it is – I think it's an opportunity because the XFL, which was a terrible football product, right, that the WWE started and the Rock's bringing back, what, in two years or something like that? Uh-huh. But the, the XFL's changing in the production value upped the game – for the NFL, it's well documented. Jerry Jones, I think, has been on the record talking about it a lot. I think the USFL gives you a chance to scout some other players who maybe are going to be unheralded. It gives they they get to put in some rule changes. The NFL gets to see in live action. Like I don't know, put a chip in the ball that says first down or not. <laughs> Why are we still using a chain? Doesn't make any sense. But you get to do stuff like that. You get to try different rule changes. Yeah, and you get to have like. Coaches get to coach who maybe wouldn't get an opportunity because there's a limited amount of jobs. Players get to play in starting roles. It's it's a farm system. That's what it is. Uh, let's see here. Two, three. Nope. Oh, just kidding. Nine, nine, four, eight. Text in. Can either one of you possibly explain to me why O'Neill continues to be in the lineup as much as he is? Is he is if he is in for good defense, shouldn't be able to keep his player in front of him. <laughs> and is it just me, or does it seem like the Jazz started the downward spiral once Ainge was hired Someone's on with the Jazz? Someone's on board with me. Thank you. Oh, I said it, too. I, I thought like, the whole Ainge hiring was just weird, and I think it made people sketchy. I just, don't care for I it. think it scared him. Uh, yes, I, I agree with you, though, 9948. What the fetch is O'Neal still doing in the starting lineup? Why are we even going to have him on the court? What is he doing? I don't know, man. I'm getting know. annoyed by it, though. I really am. I know, I'm I annoyed know. of Royce O'Neal. You want what's-his-face back that's in Philly. No. I do not want Nyang. George. Yeah, you want Nyang back. No one wants that guy, dude. No one. Speaking of Philly, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later. Man, what a shot shocker, right? Philly, another playoff run? Well, bead hurt again. <sighs> and he's like, I'm going to go out and play still. I mean, there. can we just real quick, and I know we're talking about this. Can we talk about how much James Harden is getting bailed out by Tyrese Maxey? <laughs> so much. <laughs> So much is he getting bailed out by Tyrese Maxey. Oh, man. Isn't it isn't it fun stuff? I hate all of Garden Harden. <laughs> by the way, uh, let's see. Miami-Atlanta is already tipped off here, so they'll be underway. Uh, Miami leads that Series 2-0. Milwaukee-Chicago, Title 1 apiece on IBC, 6-30. And then at 7-30, the nightcap or Phoenix, without Devin Booker, will take on the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans. I would, you know, it's t- I would say... That's probably the game I want to watch, even as a Bulls fan. But man, both both those series, those last two, I'm curious to see how Chicago uh, handles after stealing one in Milwaukee, and how Milwaukee responds without Middleton. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Middleton's out for a while. Yeah, sprained MCL. Yep. 
9315, Archie Berger, AJ's autograph. He is a famous legend on the show today. <laughs> I'm the Jordan Poole of the show. You can be Steph Curry. Great. So I do really good, but no one gives me credit, so I don't get any MVPs out of it. That's hey, awesome. Man, he is going to be a billionaire, and you've won three championships. I, I think, you know, I'm doing if, okay. you're, if you're whining about that, I, it's kind of tough, man. I, I don't think there's a lot of sympathy for me from, from me over here. 1570, if the Jazz players are so mentally weak that one guy being hired causes them to play this badly, that says a lot about this Utah Jazz team. Okay, here's my theory. It, you know how like there was that whole thing with Mitchell and Gobert after COVID, and then everybody tried to smooth it over, say, no, no, this is way overblown? Then this team performed like a team where there's just some kind of locker room issue. Oh, no, there is. Yeah, there's there's locker room. There's internal issues on this Jazz team. 9948, one more than I'm done. No, you can text in all you want, 9948. That's what this line's for. You can text in whatever you want, whenever you want. Love to hear from you, 9948. He says the boo, or excuse me, the Jazz deserved to hear the boo birds last night. Yes. Yes, they did. Absolutely. They're playing like they should. no energy, it's embarrassing. no heart. Yeah, it's 100%. freaking embarrassing. They yeah, absolutely deserve to be booed off the court at halftime. They should be. I agree. It's an embarrassment. No Luka, and they still can't win. Yeah, very Brunton cook them. Very clear. And spoiler alert, because I think this is definitely going to be one of the big issues when we get to our next podcast. But uh, this is I, I hate the I hate how the NBA players come out. Like Anthony Davis, I think was one of the most recent quotes. The fans are cheering against us. Here's how this works. So I hate the argument when fans say, "I pay your salary." No, you don't. No, you don't. So you don't you don't get to control anything. But fans can boo. Can boo. You can trash talk, but you have to do it within a line. Yeah. And that is what the issue I think NBA specifically is running into. Boston fans, I'm looking at you. You can boo. You're allowed to. You're allowed to participate in the game up to a certain point. And look, Utah, no disrespect, but you you guys flirt with that line too much as well. But you are allowed to boo. You're 100% allowed to boo. It's just frustrating, dude. Same jazz, different year. By the way, Trent Forrest injury update from the Utah Jazz Trent Forrest is making progress during his rehabilitation. He's continuing to work on strength and conditioning while being cleared for light shooting drills on court. The missing piece. He'll be reevaluated next week. So he'll be reevaluated in the Bahamas. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> Man, I bet you it's real easy to rehab in the Bahamas, isn't it? John Hollinger tweeted this out. The Jazz shot 30 for 41 on twos, 31 for 33 at the line, and lost. Those are pretty good percentages. And they lost. I mean, Dallas is in fuego from deep right now. Just same crap, man. Never changes. It makes me so sick. 9176, how did the Jazz go from a top five defensive team to the Swiss cheese mess with the same coach and basically same roster? <laughs> Effort, man. I love that text. That's Look, great. My dad always said uh, two things about basketball. Defense and rebounding, they're about desire. Mm -hmm. You have to want to do them. Look at Brooklyn. Are they capable of being a better defensive team? Yes. Do they want to be? Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. They want to go one-on-one -on -one and clang off the backboard. Dude, that team, by the way, that series, I mean, Boston might win it, but they're going to have to work their butts off to get there. I mean, Brooklyn oh, is making them work for everything. It's going to be a brutal series, but the thing is, I picked Boston in seven, and I think this could be Boston in five. 
It's going to be a rough but, five. But, yeah, I was going to say, that's the crazy part. Is, is this going to be a rough five? Like, I mean, well, it's going to be in five, but it's going to be a rough five games getting there. It's true, but the thing is, we thought when we made our picks on our podcast, from the Leachers podcast, uh, that uh, we thought Boston was going to go through a tough series. Milwaukee was going to cruise through Chicago. Mm. Now with Middleton hurt, even though Boston's going to go through a, a brutal series, I don't think Milwaukee's getting out quite as easy as everyone yeah, thought. Yeah, I would agree. Yep, we'll have Chris Middleton out. Uh, 2122, let it be known on yesterday's show, I texted in and told all the listeners that the Jazz would lose last night. All right, two one two two. What happens to tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. So two one two two. Help it. Give us. Give us your thoughts on tomorrow's I want game. A score tomorrow afternoon. I want to score. Yeah. Give us a score too. Like, score. what's your guess on the score too? Yeah. Give us. Uh, give us your thoughts on that. Nine nine four eight. Sixty five percent of the Jazz possessions were isolation. They have completely stopped running an offense. While I'm while I'm on my rant, Snyder can hit the road too. Yeah, Snyder I think is headed to the Alamo. See if there's a basement there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the same issue we're seeing with Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, it is. But it, but the thing is, is that Durant and Kyrie can get away with it. Mike Conley cannot. Donovan Mitchell cannot. I mean, to your point, yes. Do I think they're talented enough? Brooklyn's two stars are, but they're not. I mean, I think that's one of the things we've seen right in these specific NBA in these NBA playoffs from one through eight on both sides. Besides, besides uh, Atlanta Hawks, suck it. Uh, that the, all the teams <laughs> are good enough. You have to play well. The parody has caught up a little bit in these playoffs. I I know people are going to blame Snyder, but it's not his fault. I think it's the lack of execution. I mean, you guys got not playing defense. You guys not you got guys not bodying up. Man. You guys got taking bad shots. Uh, it's it's the defense. The problem is in the NBA, the coach gets the blame. I mean, look at what happened with the Lakers, right? I, we, <laughs> referencing it again, on our podcast talked about the Lakers mess a lot the last few weeks. And and the thing is, when the NBA, coaches are the ones that catch the fault for it because they're the change that's easiest to make. And so I don't think Vogel is at fault at all. I think Vogel's actually a solid coach. 9948 says Snyder picks the lineup. I mean, it's not to say that there's not blame that doesn't go around. But at, at, at the end of the day, I still think a lot of it goes on the players because execution is execution. But to your point, 9948, the easiest thing to change is the coach. That's what we see in the NBA all the time. The Lakers fired Vogel, and was it Vogel's fault that Wester Westbrook is the most delusional superstar ever? No. Depends who you ask, too. <laughs> all right, uh, let's step aside from the hardwood and let's have a chance to breathe, calm down. You know, take a deep breath and think about things. Uh, let's head over back to local stuff and Utah State Aggie Athletics. They have their Hall of Fame tomorrow night. Uh, you can get your, Utah, your tickets at utahstateaggies.com. A great Hall of Fame class being inducted. Two classes and several great inductees. And right now we have one of them on the phone with us. It is Lance White, who from 1992 to 95 was a two-time All-American as a junior White tied for ninth at the NCAA Indoor Championships in Indianapolis. Uh, as a sophomore in 93, White helped Utah State to the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation Indoor Championship. He also guided the Aggies to a Big West Conference outdoor title as a junior and senior in 94-95. And he will be in the Utah State Hall of Famer tomorrow night. Lance joins us here on the Full Court Press. Lance, hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Great. Hey, Lance, when you got the phone call, being told that you were going to be a Hall of Famer, what was the reaction from you? Were you surprised? How did that all come about? I was uh, I was very surprised. Uh, wasn't sure it was ever going to happen, and uh, thrilled. Uh, I'm excited. It's a neat thing to be a part of. 
Lance, can I ask you, obviously, AJ listed off your laundry list of accolades. What does it specifically mean to you to be recognized in that as one of, obviously, the great athletes of Utah State athletic history? Um, it's it's wonderful because, you know, we've been in a lot of hard work, and I say we because it was, you know, it took a tribe to get it done, but uh, we worked hard for it, and it's just nice to be recognized for what we did and the things we accomplished. We got a, had a great group of uh, people there working hard and, uh, won some conferences and uh, uh, did some All American stuff. It was just great. What was great your recognized? <laughs> <laughs> You're from Arizona. What was the recruiting process for you to be brought to Utah State? Uh, it was kind of a strange path. Um, so uh, a lot of people know I, I went to BYU my first year of college and then went on a mission. And after my well, actually, was on my mission, I had a pretty bad accident and tore up my shoulder. Had to have surgery on it. And I honestly thought my uh, vaulting days were probably going to be over, but um, my last area in my mission happened to be in Cache Valley, and I met Greg Ginzel back then, and we talked, and he wanted to he encouraged me to come up here and try it out, and so I did, and the rest is kind of history. It turned out turned out really good. Lance White, now Utah State Hall of Famer. Lance, can I ask? And I, I, I'm trying to. I don't want to mean this disrespectfully. Do you get a little awestruck some of the other Hall of Famers you're going to be inducted with? Oh, yeah. What a great group of people. Great <laughs> list. Uh, some per- people I actually competed with and, and ran with, you know, and uh, just, yeah, what a great group. Uh, who are you excited to see get inducted to or into the Hall of Fame tomorrow the most? Who who really excites you to see that, them at the podium tomorrow night? Um, oh, boy. I just, I'm, honestly, I'm excited to see some of my, my old track mates that I'm hoping are going to be there that were inducted already. You know, Shane Bingham and, uh, um, uh, Parker, James Parker. Hopefully, I hope those guys will be here. I don't know. And uh, you know, some of the some of the other guys going into tomorrow night, I didn't know that well. You know, different classes and things. But yeah, I'll be excited to to see everybody. Lance White, Utah State Hall of Famer. Lance, is there a couple one specific or a couple memories that stand out to you as as treasured memories from your athletic career at Utah State that you can share with us? Oh yes, absolutely. Um, you know, nationals are always great. They they were, were more of a single person event situation, but the the conference meets that we you know could actually bring back a championship for the school, those were always the best, right? We're we're fighting for points, everybody's points matters, and uh, everybody pulled through, and we were able to get some for the school, you know, for history there. Uh, the nationals, just the competition back then in the national championships. What was that like competing against the very best in the country? Uh, it was it was always awesome, you know, because you you always wonder if you're you're doing the things you know right. Are you doing? Are you putting in the hours? Are you doing what you need to do to to be the best? And and when you get back there and you see that you you can compete with them, that uh, all those hours, you know, late night hours in the field house and and on the on the track outside and stuff, it, it paid off. It was it was exciting exciting to meet to meet, compete against that high level of people and come out and you know come out good. Lance, can I ask you, because college sports, I think, more than pro sports, but especially back then, was more about rivalries. Is there someone specifically you really liked competing against, whether it was an individual or a school, that you wanted to just beat so bad? You know, it's funny. Back then in our conference was Long Beach, and they had a pretty good uh, group of, of, of guys down there, and it was really, it was always really good to beat them and, and to kind of put their face into it. It was funny. One, one year we were at um, New Mexico, I believe, and, and uh, the odds were not really in our favor to, to win. I don't think the meet, and we ended up winning the meet. And that was that. 
that weekend, we I was also doing a decathlon along with the uh, pole vault long jump and what else? There was a third event. I can't even remember. So it was a busy weekend, to say the, lot, the least for me, and uh, it was a hot weekend. And we actually ended up uh, going one, two, three in the vault, and the team won the, wow, the meet. Wow. So it was, uh, yeah, it was great. It was fun. Were you ever surprised that you were a two-time All-American? I mean, that's that's impressive. Not to just do it once. Once is hard enough. Two can be darn near impossible. You were able to pull that off, Lance. What was that like? What kind of a recognition is that for you to be an All-American twice in your career? Uh, it was great. You know, at, at first, uh, getting there was the thing, right? To qualify and even get to go was big. And then we realized, well, hey, wait a second. There's a chance we could win one of these, you know, or or at least be All-American. And so the All-American was the next goal, and then to win was, was a goal, too. We never got the win complete, but, you know, we were happy with the results anyways. It was pretty exciting. Lance White being inducted to the Utah State Hall of Fame. If I could step away from your tremendous accolades and, and what your your grand achievement being involved in the Hall of Fame, we would talk a lot about NBA. Who you got in the finals? Oh, the Suns. I'm a Phoenix guy now. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we're here we for the Jazz, but right? The, the Suns right now. We, we're cheering loud for them. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Lance, do you have family attending with you to the Hall of Fame ceremony tomorrow night? Yeah, my wife will be here, and and uh, some of my in-laws that live here in the valley, and my daughter and her husband, That's all cool. hope to be there. Uh, what are you doing now these days, Lance? Uh, I uh, I fix things for a living. Uh, we we kind of keep the power on in the Phoenix area, uh, fixing big industrial equipment. Uh, this this honor for you, as as what has been more impressive for you? What means more to you, being a two-time All-American or being an Aggie Hall of Famer? Oh, they're both pretty important, but of course, uh, a Hall of Fame thing is is big. It's it's a real honor. I like I said, I I didn't think I wasn't sure it was ever going to happen. It, it, you know, we're not one of the premier sports, uh, so it's it's a huge honor. It's great. Lance White, Utah State Athletics Hall of Famer, tomorrow as an inductee, is joining us here on the Full Court Press. Lance, what? How has the track and field sport changed from when you were there? to where it is now, or has it changed at all? Um, or even you know evolved? I, I, I don't know if it's changed much as far as... Um, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's nice because now it's, it's much more visible than when I was there. Uh, you know, thank heavens, you know, the Internet has brought it, so if you, want, if you are a, a true follower and you want to keep track of it, you can uh, stay pretty close on top of it. So that's one really nice thing. Lance, I don't know if during your speech you necessarily want to take the time to, to vote for someone else, but as far as I'm concerned, now that you're in the Utah State Hall of Fame, you get a vote as far as I'm concerned. Is there someone you would like to, to mention that you think has earned a spot or you'd like to see whether they were some of your teammates or maybe someone else in a, in a different sport while you were at Utah State? Mm, that's, that's a loaded question. There's so many good people that I'd love to see go in. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you got to oh, vote, so this, say, sway, this matters a lot. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to get back to you on, back to you on that one. There, there's so many great people that d- deserve it. I think. Uh, Lance, do you still stay in contact with uh, Utah State University at all in regards to track, or even just? I mean, are they staying in contact with you? Is there a relationship still there? Well, I I, I keep in touch with some of my old teammates, which is nice. Um, you know, social media makes that a lot easier nowadays, and mm-hmm. and I'm a long ways from the university, so that makes it a little bit harder, but. 
yeah, I sure I sure try to follow them as much as I can. Lance White, now Utah State Hall of Famer, or being inducted in. Lance, maybe the answer is probably simple, but I want to ask anyway. You know, you're two time All American. You're now a Hall of Famer as an Aggie. What was the one thing that was a key to you achieving those things? Obviously, you're one of the greats. That's why you're going in the Hall of Fame, and you were a two-time All-American. Well, uh, of course, and maybe it's the same old answers, but uh, I had a family supporting me. I had um, the, the coaching staff was supporting me. I had training partners that make it possible. Uh, that, kind of st- that kind of stuff just doesn't happen by, by one person alone. So... All I can say is thanks to everybody that ever helped me and encouraged me because uh, that's really how it happens. Lance, congratulations on the honor. We Big are time. extremely happy for you. You is very, very well deserved as well. AJ uh, would love an autograph. Yeah, I mean, if I could get like a shoe or a sock, I mean, I'll take or a, it. A pole? Yeah, a pole. Cool. No, <laughs> Lance, congratulations <laughs> on all your great success. We wish you the very best and have a great ceremony tomorrow night. You deserve it. Thank you. Thanks, yeah, you're Lance. Welcome. That is Lance White, Utah State Athletics, soon to be Hall of Famer tomorrow night. Get your tickets at utahstateaggies.com. They get a ring for that? Uh, they I, do, right? I'd have to ask them. I don't know. They should. When I get you should the, get some bling for that. When I get into the Hall of Fame, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's fair. More of the full court can press. I, can I induct you? Can I be the one that introduces you? You know how they do basketball, let's, right? Let's not get ahead of oh, ourselves. Come on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. More of the full court press coming up. This is the herd. The winner in this is also. Colin Cowherd. Uh, the tweet was, hey, I'm out for the season officially. See y'all in the fall. It didn't really read the room. It's felt in the last year that LeBron got a lot more out of the city of Los Angeles than the city of Los Angeles has gotten out of LeBron. This franchise decided to give LeBron everything he wanted. Don't joke about it. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need, and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money, simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer. Then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Full Court Press, 1069 The Fan. AJ Nadam, AJ Salvas, and big thanks to Lance White. We'll be inducted tomorrow night into the Athletics Hall of Fame. And I want to give a special shout-out and thanks to the UHU Athletics Department, Doug Hoffman at the head of it, uh, giving us the information we need to be able to get a hold of these people, to reach out to them and have them on our show. We appreciate Doug and, and all the and all his great work. I know he's been kind of a busy guy with the scrimmage, the Hall of Fame ceremony. Dude, he, he's doing a lot and Look, for him to help us out. We appreciate he's it. He's a great guy. All I'm going to say is if he really cared about you, he would let you interview Bobby Wagner. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to put that one on him. I'm going to put that one on him. I'm putting that out there. What it, what, it, what does upset me about Doug is that he's a Dodgers fan. Oof. Yeah. Oof, rough, buddy. Yeah, that rough. is rough. Uh, our text line is still open, 435-339-0321. Uh, by the way, uh, Full Court Press is uh, sponsored in part by Mount West Motor. Don't forget that Mount West Motor has every truck and SUV, which is unique and has been customized, so you'll be ready for your next adventure. You'll be equipped with all the right gear. Traction boards, rooftop, tent, racks, outdoor jacks, and more. All new, now open at 615 North Main Street. And you can visit them at mwmotor.com. Again, a big part of the uh, full court press. Big thanks to them. Uh, let's see here. 1570, Ajay. I wonder if Luca coming back would actually be better for the Jazz. The Mavericks' offense will be slower with Luca because yes. he's more ball dominant. I don't think they'll be as good at passing when Luca comes back. I would agree. I agree. And he, the ruins thing, the, he ruins the flow. I agree. That's why I don't think they should play him in game four. The other thing is, too, do you think Luca has. Has is able to put his ego aside enough to do what Steph has done and say, okay, let me just since I'm gonna have limited minutes, I'll come off the bench. Because mm. I th- my answer, my thought is no. I don't think he. I don't think he can put his ego aside. I think he'd want to no, start. He's great. He wants to play. He wants to start. I think yeah. he'd want to start. Two three oh five. I'm interested in knowing what. Oh sorry. All right. What Royce O'Neal's line was last night and also during the entire series. His line last night was thirty two minutes, zero zero from the field. 0-0 from three-point, 2-2 two at, two at the line, three defensive rebounds, one offensive rebound, that totals four, one assist, no steals, no blocks, two turnovers, four personal fouls. He was a minus 13 That's not good. with two points. <sighs> Defensive uh, stopper. I have, to look at the, I have to look at what he's done in the series. Um, I believe it's just as it's, it's not good. See, yeah, so during the series, eight points, two and a half assists, 46% from three, 47% from the field. But when I say 46% from three, this is what I mean. He actually, sorry, he's shooting 55%. Nope, sorry, yeah. He's shooting 55% from three, 41% from the field. The two free throws last night were only free throws of the series so far. Huh. So, Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> we're so screwed tomorrow. 
6860 says, unfortunately, they do not get a ring. They give a really, really good-looking framed plaque with a Hall of Fame medallion, a picture, and a certificate. They do a really good job of presenting each person with some hardware. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. That You know, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just saying. I feel like ring's the traditional way to go, but that's cool. That's cool. Hey, beggars can't be true. Like, that's, that's still pretty cool, though. I think it's cool. Look, let's all plaque. text line 435-339-0321. Definitely want to hear your thoughts on the Jazz. Definitely going to talk some uh, the rest of the NBA. Also want you to make the case that when Ajay gets inducted to the Utah State Hall of Fame that I should be the one that presents him. <laughs> and then Ajay probably goes Michael Jordan and just torches everyone he ever worked <laughs> just with. Just start going off on everybody. <laughs> coworkers, former coworkers. No. I love the university. I am grateful Utah for Utah Jazz, mostly their uniforms. <laughs> Just I go off about random things, random. You know what, Patrick Viewing? Why don't you just you know kiss my hairy kneecaps? All right, man. You L- suck. Lays into the Jazz Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> Lays into Tyrone Corbin. Oh, just uh, let's get into the rest of the scores last night. Minnesota. Uh, look, Jazz fans are upset. Minnesota fans might want to throw up right now. Twice they had twenty plus point leads. And they lost it. Embarrassing. In fact, Memphis goes on a 20-2 run, climbs itself back in the game, wins at 104-95. They're down 20-plus twice. Here's one for you. Is Cat Cat, is Carl uh, um, Anthony Towns, the softest big man that has ever played in the NBA? Uh, no. Well, okay. Is he the softest star big man? Oh, there we go. That's what I was waiting for. Yes. Big time. Yes. Man, did you hear his answer when they were like, hey, I'm paraphrasing, but they're like, hey, you really suck tonight. What are you <laughs> going to do about that? He's like, I'm going to go drink some wine, not think about it. I mean, it's Minnesota. We're not really used to success, so you can't get too high on this. I mean, I'm paraphrasing his answer too, but dude, like the whole thing, Jimmy Butler left because he, as you put it, threw up over that team's just inability to do, to, to, yes. like find a fire. Correct. You get into the playoffs, you win the play-in, right? You beat the Clippers, which nobody picked Minnesota. You get the, the Memphis, you punch him in the mouth game one, you lose in game two. You're up 25-plus, I think, twice in this game. You lose by nine in it, and his response is, whatever. Check this out. <laughs> Minnesota outscored Memphis 39-21 in the first quarter. Memphis outscored Minnesota 23-12 in the second quarter. Yep. Minnesota outscored Memphis 32-23 in the third quarter. Memphis outscored Minnesota 37-12 to in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I believe Minnesota scored 71 points in the first and third and 24 total points in the second and fourth. Jean Morant had one of the worst nights of his career. 5 of 18 from the field in 41 bad. minutes, 1 of 3 from deep, 5 of 10 at the line. He had 16 points. Uh, uh, he had a Russell Westbrook triple-double. Desmond Bain was great. 26 points, 8 of 19 from the field, 7 of 15 from three. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 1 of 4 from the three in 21 minutes. He had six points, and they still found a way to win. Uh, Brandon Clark had 20 points on 6 of 9 shooting. Big. Really, really good. That Memphis team is so deep. Yep, and they're really, really good. Timberwolves had uh, – D'Angelo Russell had 22 points. Patrick Beverly had 14 Anthony Edwards had 19, and Vanderbilt had 10. Only one guy in double figures was Beasley off the bench for Minnesota with 11 points. The series now 2-1 Memphis, game four tomorrow at home in Minnesota. How does Carl Anthony Towns take four shots? Dude, I, it just doesn't make any four. sense. Four. doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, 2-3-0-5, Joe Barry Carroll from the San Francisco Golden State Warriors was pretty soft. Hey, that's a Purdue guy. I'm not going to take that. Two one two two. The Jazz fans wearing those colored T-shirts last night looked like Taco Bell sauce pack. 
I told you, in, in Ajay's Utah State Hall of Fame speech, he's going to have 15 minutes devoted solely to the Utah Jazz modified uniforms. <laughs> uh, other games last night that went on. Uh, Golden State beats Denver 118-113. This is a game that Denver could not lose, and they did. Green had six. Wiggins had nine. Thompson that had 26, lineup. and Pohl had 27. There are three Splash Bros now. Did Curry come off the bench? Again, yep. Whole series. 31 minutes, 27 points, 9 of 17 from the field, 3 of 9 from deep, 6 of 8 at the line. Dude, when you got Curry coming off the bench and you're still losing, you know you suck. I don't think he's not. I don't think he's gonna start. What I'm assuming, I'm assuming it may it may go five. I'm not. I think it's four. May get to five, but I don't think uh, Steph's gonna come off the is gonna start this series. But I mean, man, their so, their problem is gonna be when they run into size because they're a small team. But good gosh, I don't know how you stop Poole, Thompson, and, and Curry. Jokic had 37 and 18. Uh, Gordon had 18, Barton had 13, Morris had 10 for the war or for the Nuggets. Meanwhile, their bench was just phenomenal. Cousins had nine, Green had six, Forbes had five, and Rivers had six. Just great stuff from the bench. I'm not gonna get it. I mean, again, can, can, we can't really be too critical of Denver, right? They're missing their second and third best player. Yeah, true. Depending on how you feel about Murray, might be one and three. Man, talk about overrated. Two first-round picks for Aaron Gordon. Yeah, Magic, thank you very much. Happy to get rid of that guy. Absolutely, they were. Good That's why they gosh. did it so quickly, too. <laughs> they pulled the trigger quickly. <laughs> the GM was like, you're offering what? Puts the phone down with the rest of They're offering two first-round picks. Shh, <laughs> shh, <laughs> uh, It's going to be a tough pill to swallow, but I, yeah, send the paperwork over. I think we'll do that. Hang up the phone. Yeah, I can't believe it either. I mean, we're going to draft two more players. We're going to trade, not win any playoff games with those, but I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tonight, Miami, Atlanta, in uh, AJ's favorite player in the world, Trey Young, will be on the court. Sweep! Miami 2 0 in the series. Milwaukee and Chicago are split at one apiece, but no Chris Middleton for a while. 6 30 on ABC. And then tonight, Phoenix and New Orleans in the nightcapper. No Devin Booker for maybe three weeks in a series that's tied at one apiece and headed to New Orleans. AJ, let me ask you this question Who's in more trouble at this point? Milwaukee with no Chris Middleton. Booker without, or uh, sorry, Suns without Booker, or, God. yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of anybody else that's really in that deep of trouble right now besides those two teams. I mean, I could say Murray and Michael Porter Jr., but they've been out for, yeah, I yeah, mean, I'm yeah. not counting that. I say Phoenix, and the reason I say why is the Bulls did steal a game, and I think Middleton is a big loss, but the Bulls stole a game where, like, everything went right. Vucevic had over 20, DeRozan had 41, and I think they still won by, what, six points? Mm -hmm. Like, everything went right, and they still just squeaked it out. So I think they can get over a Bulls team that is still not – they're not to the same level as Milwaukee. I think Phoenix is in more trouble because New Orleans what came into the play-in tournament, but there's no denying on paper New Orleans has a ton of talent. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. So I think missing Booker and his offensive contributions going against a Brandon Ingram's playing really well, C.J. McCollum. You know, I thought it was a little bit overblown. Everybody's like, C.J. McCollum's going to have a Chris Paul-type impact on New Orleans. I think that was a little bit overblown, but I think it is definitely true that his ex veteran experience has been good for that team. And they're just they're a talented team that has underperformed. I think Phoenix is in more trouble. That being said, I still think Milwaukee and Phoenix win their series. Wait, you still think Phoenix wins their series? Yes. In how many games? 
six. I had him at four. I had a sweep before, but I'll give him. I'll say six. Okay. I think they split in New Orleans. Comes back two two. Phoenix wins five. Phoenix closes out in six. Two three zero five. After seeing the new jerseys for the Utah Jazz next season, they're going all. Excuse me. After seeing the new jerseys for the Utah Jazz, next thing they're going to do is change the nickname from the Jazz to the Ducks. Dude, I'm t- I told you guys we are headed to Vegas. Oh my gosh! Well, okay, I mean, and the, the Oregon right? Utah State got the Oregon transfer, so I mean we're leaning into it hard. Yeah, we're yeah, we're we're really selling this one, aren't we? Okay, okay. <laughs> Can we get some of that Nike money while we're at it? Jazz, hey Phil Knight, what's your pocketbook look, looking right now? Uh, okay, so what would you like to see the Jazz name change to? The Utah Jazz Bees, the Buzz. No, not the Bees. Stingers. Stingers uh, is interesting. The Wiz Khalif. Okay. <laughs> Black and yellow. Uh, you know what? I would like to see the Utah Tomahawk cruise missiles. There's not enough intimidating sports mascots. <laughs> Wait, the what? The Utah Tomahawk cruise missiles. How about the Utah atomic bombs? Something <laughs> cool. Something that it's something different. I'm tired of bird mascots. Can we get rid of the birds? Uh, how many tigers are there in professional athletics? Enough. How about the Utah if baby we, cheesecakes? Baby che- if we change it to the Utah Damian Lillards, will he come here? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Utah DLs with Utah, Dennis Lindsay and Damian, Damian Lillard. Utah Dame Time. <laughs> the Utah Rolexes. <laughs> Did you ever watch – has anybody text sliding away this? You ever watched uh, – uh, I can't remember the channel that does it, but there's the one that's Game of Zones where they do the basketball parody, and oh, then NFL yeah. does Gridiron Heights. Yeah, one of my favorites is uh, is it's the year in the episode. They're like ten minute episodes. They're hilarious and animated. But there's one where it's the one where Tom Brady's suspended, and they're trying to have an audition for quarterback. <laughs> and Tom Brady shows up, and he's like, "I'm Jimmy Garoppolo," and he goes, "Tom, you're suspended." He goes, "I hate you, Goodell." <laughs> and then LeBron shows up, and Goodell goes, "Oh, LeBron's in the house. Cleveland's gonna win." And he goes, "Oh, I don't know if I want to do this." And then Goodell goes, "Ah, sell him to Baltimore again." <laughs> and then there's a there's a clip later in the show where it says Cleveland Browns two or Baltimore Ravens two beat Baltimore Ravens. LeBron James throws six touchdown passes. <laughs> So this is whole making me think of. Um, let's see here. 2305 says if Danny has the last say, it might become the Utah Cougars. Uh-uh. Ugh. No way. Pass. Absolutely not. I'll, I will leave Utah. I will go work at a Staples in <laughs> Nebraska <laughs> if that's what happens. I'll leave. Happily there, There's got to be a cool name out there. I mean, geez, and Pete, the ba- baseball gets away with three teams named after Sox. Yeah, True. White Sox, Red Sox. And the Cincinnati Reds. You oh, see yeah. the Cincinnati Red stockings. Yep, yep, yep. And the uh, the New York Knickerbockers. Yes. Yep, right? Yeah. So would you go the Utah Calvin Kleins? <laughs> the Utah Fruita Looms? The Utah Whitey Tidies. <laughs> the Utah Boxers? Oh, hey! How about the Avalanche? I know Colorado hockey has yeah. that. Yeah, you could be the Avalanche. The Utah... How about we Rockies? develop? How about we develop a rivalry with the Oklahoma City and we become the Utah Lightning? Oh, there you go. There you go. How about the Utah Big Guys two three zero five? Utah Big Guys. <laughs> Let's trade Rudy Gobert and then change the name to the Utah Stifle Towers. The Utah Cathedrals? No, we don't have one of those here. Um, I don't know. Sharks. There's not enough sharks. Hey, yeah, you go. 
Yeah. Utah Megalodons. The Utah Rainbow Trout. Utah Freeze isn't bad. Two one two two. Ooh, I like I like that one. I like that. Two three zero five. The Utah Tall People. <laughs> I like the Freeze. I gotta be honest. I'm hey, in on that. I'm one. not buying tickets if it's the Utah Tall People. I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm gonna sue. I like the Utah Freeze. I'm I'm in on that one. I like that. Really? Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Come back. We'd love to hear more of it. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Keep it on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. Anthony Davis feels like um, nobody likes the Lakers. The whole world is not rooting against you, Anthony. You know who's rooting for you? Every TV exec. They want you to play. You know, that you have people who don't like LeBron. That's it. It's like nobody's rooting against Anthony Davis. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo, Thursday, May 5th, at the Cache County Fairgrounds. Take part in the Mexican culture with traditional Mexican folk dancers and singers. Enjoy the rhythm of mariachi bands and move to the beat of Zumba. Choose from several food trucks to satisfy your appetite and incredible, authentic Mexican treats. Bring the kids. We've got bounce houses, climbing walls, a mechanical bowl, and traditional Mexican piñatas. The party gets started at noon on Thursday, May 5th. Cinco de Mayo is presented by Members First Credit Union. Our name says it all. Auto Leave, now hiring for all Northern Utah locations. Auto Leave saves lives. DD Auto and Salvage, scrap metal to automobiles. DD Auto Salvage gives you money for your old metal. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo with the community this year at the Cache County Fairgrounds. Thursday, May 5th from noon to late. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. It's our 52nd annual spring sale, our biggest sale of the year. We have brought two full scratch and dent truckloads in for this sale. Stop by this Saturday and enter to win a four-piece backhoe kitchen, including a French door refrigerator, slide-in range, dishwasher, and over-the-range microwave. Come sample Betty's famous barbecue hot dogs and Daryl's delicious root beer. Listen for a live radio broadcast Saturday. That's the huge spring sale Saturday from 10 to 5 at Daryl's Appliance, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Mothers are simply the best, so treat her with nothing but the best this Mother's Day with a delicious brunch buffet at Elements Restaurant. Omelets to order, hot pancakes with maple syrup, slow-roasted prime rib, fresh salmon, deep-fried shrimp, and many more delicious options, including a full dessert bar. Because she's special, treat mom to something extraordinary this Mother's Day. Elements Restaurant's Mother's Day brunch, Sunday, May 8th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Google Elements Restaurant to reserve online or call 750-5171. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I'm still going with 212, too. Utah Freeze. I'm a big fan. I like Utah Freeze. I like what you said, Utah Storm. Utah Storm. If anybody's ever played NBA 2K21, if you do the expansion, they have a couple loaded teams, preloaded ones. 
And uh, it's Virginia Storm on 2K21. Logo looks pretty cool. I like it. Really? Utah, Utah Storm would be cool. I'm cool. Big, I'm liking the freeze, though. Full Court Press, 106 on FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Streaming it on the mobile app as well. Uh, getting ready to wrap up another fun show and get you ready for the freaking weekend. Speaking of which, let's look at tomorrow's games. Uh, coming up through on Saturday, Philadelphia will begin things off on TNT at 12 p.m. Mountain Time as they take on the Toronto Raptors. This series is all but over. Three games to yeah. none right now. Philadelphia leads it. Uh, Embiid is hurt. He's got Again. a thumb fracture or something like that. Torn ligament, I think is what they said. Ow. In his right thumb, I believe. Says he'll still play, and I think this series is probably ending tomorrow. AJ, thoughts? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, man, t- again, look, nobody, nobody was big on James Harden, right? Because, you know, it's only six more months until he cries his way out of Philly, too, after he gets his extension. But Tyrese Maxey is a buttoning superstar and is really bailing out James Harden. Yeah. Good old Olive Gar- Garden Harden. Man. And Harris, Tobias Harris has been solid enough as well that they've, you know, it's just, it's made up for Harden, who can just be a guy, really. He can shoot inefficiently. He can dish out a couple assists, which, got to be honest, if I'm playing with Joel Embiid, I think I could get 10 assists tonight. And, you know, Maxie will go off for 35 because he's the better player now. Boston and Brooklyn will go at it on ESPN at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time. This is going to be another good one. Brooklyn's down 0-2, and they're really maybe two good possessions away and a buzzer beater away from being split at one apiece back in Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn in this game. They got to, right? Here's the question for you. Do the refs change in Brooklyn? Yes. They call it they let it yes. they call it closer. They do. I think they do. I think the NBA phones down and says, "Hey, by the way, we need some more fouls cuz this is just not going well for us." Memphis and Minnesota will be the nightcapper at 8 p.m. on ESPN Mountain Time. Minnesota down one game to two, of course, after their uh epic collapse, being up 25 twice. Uh, twice and then losing cuz they give up a 20 to 2 run to Memphis. How does Game Three go? Is this? I mean, does that seal it? Does that take the air out of the sails for the Minnesota Timberwolves? Boy, that's a good question. I don't know. It depends on what Carl uh, Anthony Towns does because he he fouled out of he fouled out of the game two. Memphis won comfortably. He took only four shots and apparently was thinking about his wine at home and took and that was terrible. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think Memphis is by far away the better team. I don't care for Memphis is celebrating after each victory. I know they're young and so they're learning, but you're up 2-1. The series is far from over. You got to take care of business. This is also only round 1. Here's the question for you, AJ. Philly and Toronto has been a physical series. Yeah. Boston and Brooklyn has been a physical series. Correct. And Memphis and Minnesota are developing a little bit of tension between the two teams in the right trash now. talk. Which of those three games is a fight more likely to break out in? Boston, Brooklyn. I kind of think so too. Because those games are just too dang close not to be. I yeah. Someone's yeah. There there's gonna be a technical tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I would over. I will take the over on that. We round about on the circle of life with this conversation as Dallas will be taken on Utah inside of Vimmons Home Arena, 2.30 Mountain Time. This game will be airing on this very station, 106.9 The Fan. Utah facing Luka Doncic, who's making his return for Game 4. I think it's a mistake. Me too. I like Utah in this game. Yeah, I think so. I think the, the flow of the offense will change for Dallas. Depending, on, Do we know, have they come out and said how many minutes he's going to play? No, they won't either. They won't. They'll 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 play games. He's he's got to be on a restriction limit though. We definitely agree on that. But yeah. I think he messes with the flow of the offense. I think Utah should be able to get that one at home. All right, we're gonna take our final break of the show. Don't forget, Daryl's Appliance Spring Sale is tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in beautiful town town <laughs> town town 
downtown Benson. Uh, you're going to be uh, able to have a chance to win a Beko four-piece kitchen set. Uh, they have two new truckload of scratch and dents, price to move, refreshments, including Daryl's homemade root beer and Betty's famous barbecue hot dogs. Free food. Financing available. And you can get anywhere from an extra $400 to $50 off two GE appliances. Again, it's the biggest sale uh, in Benson going on tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. of Daryl's Appliance. All right, we'll take our final break, come back, wrap it up, get our final thoughts of the weekend, and we'll send you off. It's a full-court press. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's kind of been a year has been tough not being able to fully reach our you know, potential. I don't agree with anybody who thinks, like Anthony Davis, everybody's out there wants us to lose. No. Most people, they want you in the playoffs. Who possibly could have seen all these injuries coming? That's right, everybody! The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. If you're about to turn 65, you have been bombarded with so much mail and pestering phone calls. Ditch the junk. We make Medicare easy. We will answer your questions and get you the information you need. We are your health insurance specialists. Call 752-9493. Having local help makes all the difference and there's no cost to you. We're here for you now and in the years to come. Call 752-9493 or visit lssins.com. The roof on your house. Out of sight, out of mind. They do their job until the unthinkable happens. The dreaded leak. A free 10-point inspection of your roof can help avoid thousands of dollars in repair work. The free inspection examines corners, chimneys, vents, pipe flashing, eaves, gutters, shingle flexibility, wind damage, and more. You can't see these problems from the ground. Call Quality Pace Roofing at 757-9642 for your free inspection and avoid the problem before the dreaded leak. Quality Pace Roofing, 752-9642 or Google Quality Pace Roofing for more information. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. It's the Full Court Press on 1069thefan. AJ Knight, I'm Ajay Salveson, streaming and also on the mobile app. I want to big, uh, give a big thanks to our wonderful listeners for joining us throughout the show today. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. Hey, can I ask you, we've been talking about Luka Doncic's injury situation. Yes. Ben Simmons is coming back for game four. What the fetch? He's going to be on limits restriction too, right? Oh, here's a better question actually. Or not a better question, a different question. If if Boston wins tomorrow and it's 3-0, does he bother even come bother even bother to come back for game four? Oh, he will because he's got an ego. Gosh, I mean, his defensive... Look, dude, you, I'm, I'm telling you, he's going to be an issue, and he's going to be a problem, not a helper. I think so, too, because the big talk is his ability to defend, and I think they definitely need that. But, like, the big problem is, right, Boston is just like, you're going to play iso ball, we're just going to double-team KD and Irving. 
And Ben Simmons being there is not going to change that because you're like, oh, Ben Simmons is here. Here, take the shot. I'll give you 15 feet. Let it crank. <laughs> I know that's the thing. Is I'm just what I'm going to do is I'm going to double Durant and make him give the ball to Ben Simmons. I'm going to yep. say, dare you to shoot it from there. Yep. And if he ever gets close, you hack a Simmons. Dude, what a liability he's going to be on that court. Big time. Boston is going to tag him every single time with ISO possessions. Like if Tatum gets him on switches, it's over. It's over. It's done. He's cooked. I I don't think he I don't think he makes an impact on the series uh, this year. No way. What a what a sorry waste of talent. Yep, guy who just couldn't put it together and let his ego get in the way in Philadelphia as well. That just that is a tragic tragic one to have to lose. Hey, two last quick names here: two three zero five Utah Giants, Utah Brian flies. Uh, no. I think two one two two still wins. I like Utah Freeze. Good night, everybody.